What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Between the Lines Sports Podcast. Uh, today we're going to be going over a NFL Week 5 recap with the game results and our picks. And then we're going to touch up on the NFL Week 6, do our picks for that, and then we're going to talk about some postseason baseball. Uh, first up, we had the Bucks and the Bears playing on Thursday night. Uh, that was a, a close game. I think the final score was 20-19. to 19. And uh, I don't know if you watched the game, but there was a big play where they're saying Tom Brady forgot what down it was, and it looked like it pretty much cost them the game. Yeah, I saw that. I didn't watch much until the second half, but I saw that drive. I figured that they would drive down the field and find a way to kick a field goal somehow the way they normally do, but they didn't. It looked like Brady thought fourth down was third down, and obviously they talked about it for a while, but um, just a pretty sloppy game. Both offenses didn't play very well, and defenses were playing strong, so yeah, not really surprised with the result, especially in a Thursday night game. Yeah, I remember us talking about that. that you know, we thought that could go either way, but we both actually picked the Bucks, thinking, you know, Tom Brady would find a way to win it, but unfortunately they did not. So we both missed that one. Uh, next up was the Bills versus Titans, even though they played last night due to having movement for uh, COVID reasons. Um, I actually didn't really watch any of that game because I was watching the Braves. Um, did you get a chance to watch any of it? Yeah, I watched a little bit of it at commercials. Um, the Titans absolutely killed them. Yeah. <laughs> they look. They look good. It looked like they hadn't missed a beat. They look like a really strong team. So, yeah, um, I'm not real disappointed that I missed that one after I saw what the score was. Yeah, but the Titans played really well. I mean, there was a stiff arm Derrick Henry had of Josh Norman. Yeah, that pretty I much saw that. Deleted him off the map. Mm-hmm. But it was a the Titans played really well. Was about the only thing that I got out of it. The Bills are still good, but Titans look like they're a really, really good team this year too. So. Yeah, wasn't that uh, wasn't his name Vontae Davis, that cornerback from the Bills that quit at halftime a couple years ago? Yeah, yeah, I thought Josh Norman was going to be the second Bills cornerback to quit at halftime. But uh, no. yeah, you picked the Titans on that one. I picked the Bills. Uh, I thought it would at least have been a better game. Um, but the next one we had was the Jags versus Texans. Um, we both picked the Texans. You know, Jags haven't been playing too well and. Texans are definitely one of those teams that's better than what the record reflects. Uh, what do you think about that game? Well, late in the first half, the Jags, it was the Texans were ahead 10 to 7. Jags had the ball in like the four, kicked a field goal, missed it. Very next play, there's like 40 seconds left in the half. And instead of trying to take it the half, the Texans are trying to go score. Very next play, Watson throws a pick. On the last, the Jags drive down on the last play of the half. Hashka missed another field goal, so they could have been had thirteen to ten. And then I just think after that, the Texans had all the momentum, took over in the second half. But I don't. I think both teams are are actually a little are pretty solid. Texans are obviously pretty good, one and four, having that tough schedule. But I think the Jaguars aren't bad either. But just that game is Texans maybe getting back on track and and maybe getting something started here with a win. Although they do play the Titans this week, so yeah. Yeah, I think that would actually be a good game uh, between the two of them. I will get to our picks here in a minute. But uh, next up, we had the Bengals versus Ravens. Uh, we both picked the Ravens, and they won. Um, that game was never really close. Ravens got out to a big lead. Uh, I think they were up 24 and nothing at one point late in the second half. But I think the final score was only 27-3 to three or something like that. So they just kind of stopped producing in the second half. But Cincinnati never really got the chance to catch up. Yeah, that one was uh, – it was over early, so. Mm-hmm. 
And then we had the Panthers versus Falcons. Um, you picked the Falcons. I picked the Panthers. Uh, Panthers ended up winning. That one was actually a lot lower scoring game than I expected. I know they division opponents, but uh, I think the over on that was 54, and I think it was pretty dang close. I think it was like 23 to 19 final or something like that, wasn't it? 20, 23 to 16. 23-16, yeah. Just another yeah. case of the Falcons beating themselves, I think, like – well, they didn't have Julio, but they just turned the ball over in the red zone. They can't get the other team off the field on third down. They just, yeah, I don't know. It's mind-boggling how they're 0-5, but they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, next up we had the Raiders and Chiefs. Uh, okay. This was probably the second most surprising game of that week. Um, you know, it was a lot closer game than I anticipated. The Chiefs are obviously good. The Raiders, I think, are for real. Uh, you know, definitely since they beat the Chiefs, that's not an everyday thing. Uh, Chiefs had a very comfortable two-score lead with about two minutes or four minutes left, and the Chiefs uh, found a way to make it one-score game and, you know, had the ball the last part of the game to a chance to tie it. They were down eight, uh, but they weren't able to do so. But I thought it was a really good game, but it definitely surprised me that the Raiders were able to win. What do you think? Yeah, the Raiders' offense played really well. Obviously, we know they're they're good. They got a lot of young playmakers, and they move the ball pretty effectively. The Chiefs' defense really struggled, but also their offensive line struggled. Mahomes yeah. is usually moving around back there, but he was kind of uncomfortable, it looked like, for a good portion of this game. Um, Chiefs got up like two touchdowns early, but then the Raiders just kept chipping away, and then they got a few turnovers, made a few big plays, got up 16, and then converted a big fourth and one around midfield at the end of the game so the Chiefs couldn't get the oh, ball yeah. back. So they did a, yeah, did a nice job that division and a more big wins for them and uh, for the division. You know, I think the Chargers, their record doesn't reflect it, but I think they're a pretty good football team. I think they'll you know, have some tough division games. Like they should have beat the Chiefs too, so uh, they went to overtime with them. But that division's pretty strong. And with the Broncos getting Drew Locke back, that'll bring a different dynamic to their offense. Uh, next up, we had the Cardinals and Jets. Uh, Cardinals won that one. For I don't sure. think there was really anybody in the world that thought the Jets were going to find a way to win. Uh, their organization is just kind of in shambles. They uh, released Le'Veon Bell yesterday after they gave him that big contract a couple of years ago. And he's, I think I saw something that was like he took 254 uh, carries. And so, like, he averaged $102,000 per carry, which is just absurd. But, I mean, yeah, he hasn't been healthy since he's been there. Uh, you know, he Must got nice. there. They don't have a great offensive line. So, his run style <clears throat> is a patient run style, which requires a good offensive line. So, uh, the results are what they are. But, you know, it's going to be weird seeing who picks him up. But I saw another thing that said, you know, three years ago, two years ago, if you had said in 2020 at some point, Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell will not be on the NFL roster. I would have called you crazy 100%. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But I'm just saying, like – Yeah, right Antonio Brown's going to be on the roster so in a couple weeks, though. Like, a couple years ago, I never would have thought that. Yeah, it's – Oh, yeah. It's uh, weird, but, but yeah, Jets those dudes are Cardinals uh, head cases. So. Cardinals. Uh, next up, we had the Eagles versus Steelers. Uh, I thought it was a pretty good game for the most part. Uh, the Eagles showed some life offensively after the first couple drives. 
Uh, Miles Sanders had a really big game. He had a big breakaway, 74-yard touchdown. Uh, Wentz was able to throw the ball a little bit to a guy named Travis Fulgham, who's a second-year guy, drafted by the Lions. Uh, he got released, and he was on the Rams practice squad, and then he found a home here with the Eagles with the injuries they got at wide receiver, and he's starting to shine. But I think they're definitely improving from where they started at the beginning of the year, and I think the Steelers still look strong. Uh, they moved to four and zero, being that they had that uh, week four last. Yeah, week was it week four? No, week five. Yeah, week four they were off against the Titans because COVID. But uh, so they're starting to feel. No, week four. Uh, what do you think about that game? Uh, thought it was pretty a little more competitive, and the Eagles moved the ball a little more than I thought they would. But obviously, Claypool had a really had a breakout game. Uh, with the four TDs and the offense looks strong, so uh, yeah, I was impressed with the yeah, offense. Yeah, Claypool, I, I think is going to be really good. They still I thought good that enough to win. So the day we draft him, just because he's a bigger type guy, uh, he's fast. You know, he's one of those freak athletes. Got the build and everything, but you know, we haven't had a big. I mean, we had Martavius Bryant, who was tall, but he wasn't like big. Claypool's kind of big. We haven't had a guy like that in years, so it's definitely good to add to our offense. Uh, next up, we had the Rams versus Washington. Uh, Washington's kind of in shambles again. Kyle Allen got a concussion. So Alex Smith got to come back in and play for the first time since he broke his leg, which that was pretty cool to see. Um, you know, they still not didn't play good enough to beat the Rams, but it was just kind of a cool moment. Just the leg injury he had and just wild. Yeah, that's about the only thing that stood out or was memorable from this game because other than that, the Rams completely dominated. I think Washington got up 6 to nothing. Actually, they got up 7-6 to yeah. six after the Rams were down the field, and then after that, it was it was over. So, But, yeah, yeah seeing Alex Smith get back in there after yeah, what he went through Yeah, but we both picked the Rams on awesome. that one. We both picked the Steelers on the one before. I can't remember if I said that. But uh, next up, this is the game that surprised me the absolute most. Uh, Dolphins versus 49ers. 49ers had Jimmy G back. Uh, I didn't think there was any way in the world they were going to lose that one. Uh, but he didn't play very well. He actually got benched, and they brought in C.J. Beathard since Nick Mullins is out. Uh, but Dolphins pretty much had their way with them. They pretty much were able to do whatever they wanted with the ball. Um, you know, They've been able to move the ball pretty much all year. But, you know, with Fitzpatrick, you got either he's going to throw for 300 yards and three to five touchdowns, or he's going to throw for – 160 yards with four picks. So he's just kind of one of those mystery type guys. But, you know, 49ers have a strong defense even without the guys they're missing. But that one just really surprised me. Dude, been saying it a couple of weeks. The Dolphins are sneaky good. Like they look good sometimes. Just like they've every yeah. loss they've had, they lost to the Bills when they were leading a lot, a lot of the fourth quarter. They lost to the Patriots on the road, mm -hmm. and then their other loss like, went to the Seahawks at home. So, I mean, they're, I think they're pretty good, and they absolutely dominated this game. Garoppolo yeah. helped them towards the end of the first half with a couple of easy interceptions to help them pad their lead, and then they got up so big that the 49ers weren't going to be able to come back. But I think they're a pretty good team. Like, I don't know if they're going to make the playoffs, but they're 2-3, and three, and 
and they're putting up numbers on offense and their defense isn't too bad. Yeah. They're, just, they're a team yeah. to watch. Dolphins they can definitely have some down the stretch here on, if they stay uh, healthy. On so. offense, you know, Gaskin, he's coming along. He's playing very good. Uh, they got Preston Williams, Demonte Parker, who have both been playing good. But Mike Gusecki, their tight end, is finally starting to, you know, kind of put out the numbers that he was expected. He was a big-time player for Penn State. You know, he's one. Of, he's kind of like George Kittle and Kelsey. He's a tight end that's basically a wide receiver. Uh, but he's starting to play very good, so that's definitely helping their offense. Uh, then next up we had the Giants versus the Cowboys. Uh, Cowboys still found a way to win despite Dak Prescott uh, having that gruesome uh, broken ankle injury. Uh, I don't know if you saw that or not, but uh, it was tough to watch. Uh, you know, I hate the Cowboys and stuff, but don't want to ever see a guy like that get an injury or anything like that. But, you know, he was trying to get that big contract, so he was playing on a franchise tag. And, you know, that's one of those things that you risk when you play on a franchise tag. You get all that guaranteed money. But, you know, if we get hurt or something like that and, you know, say he did something that would end his career, I don't think this is going to end his career by any means. But, you know, he's only going to have that amount of money, which is still a bunch of money. But, you know, he was disputing over $5 million per year on his contract wanting to be the highest paid quarterback, which I don't agree with, but I mean, by the same token, you, you think you're worth what you're worth, but it's just a tough scenario. And, you know, he definitely didn't think this would happen obviously, but it was tough, but I thought the giants played pretty good. I don't think either of those teams are really that good. I think the Cowboys are kind of not really comparable to the Falcons, but just in the sense that they have a very high scoring offense, but they lack a defense for the most part. Uh, what do you think about that one? Yeah, exactly. We'll see how high scoring their offense can be without uh, Prescott. But I think mm-hmm. I was surprised the Giants had a pick six early, put them up like seventeen to three, and then they gave their own offensive their or their own defensive touchdown on a fumble return. I think it was just uh, back and forth, a pretty good game, honestly. But both teams' defense are neither one really that good. Cowboys uh, found a way to rally and win after Prescott getting hurt. That was – I wasn't watching live. I think you texted me. I was out walking or something for a little bit, taking a break from red zone. and uh, You texted me about it, and then I saw the tweets and the, the video and stuff. It was pretty horrible, and then he tried to slam it back into place. But, um, yeah, the Cowboys, they got in field goal range there on the last play and then found a way to win, but – yeah, exactly. I just don't know with either one of yeah. their defenses I how think, many games uh, are going to be able to win. Are still in first the division place, is a mess with the one win because it's a division win. Oh yeah, that, they have two wins. That's right. Yeah, but I mean, no, the Cowboys are. I, think, I mean, honestly, the Cowboys win. I mean, Andy Dalton's not terrible. He's not great by any means, but I mean, they should. I mean, I, I think the Eagles are pl- starting to play. The a Eagles lot are going to win that division. Uh, I think they're the most complete team. If if Wentz can play good. They'll win games, but, you know, last week was the first game he's played good all year, I think, Uh, and he didn't play spectacular, but, you know, he started to – he looked a lot more comfortable in the pocket, throwing the ball and everything, Uh, but I don't know. We'll see. You know, I think whoever comes out of that division is going to be under 500 for sure or maybe right at it, but, you know, it's going to be tough. Uh, Then we had the Patriots versus Broncos. That game got postponed. Uh, due to COVID, they're actually playing this week. So that mixed up the entire NFL schedule. So I've got 
written down the updated schedule for this upcoming week and the games and all that. So we'll get into that after we're done with these. But then we had the Colts versus Browns. Uh, this was a pretty good game. I thought this one could have gone either way. Uh, Phillip Rivers didn't play too well. He kind of gave the game away. They had plenty of chances to tie it up or go ahead and, you know, he throw a pick or whatever the case may be. Um, but I think the Browns look pretty good. I think they're going to be a good team. I think between them, the Steelers and the Ravens, it's going to be a tough division to see who comes out on top. But I think no doubt there will definitely be two teams from uh, the AFC North going to the playoffs. Because um, I think there's going to be at least two teams that have 10 wins within that division. Uh, what do you think about that game against Colts and Browns? Uh, yeah, I watched a lot of this one. The Browns looked really good. The defense looked stronger. The Colts are pretty good, too. But the Browns honestly just played better. They're really playing well right now, uh, winning four in a row. Offense is clicking. You got a kicker that can make kicks finally. Defense is playing pretty strong, too. Um, yeah, I was impressed with the Browns. But I think the Colts are, are still are still fine, too. Three and two. Yeah. Defense is pretty strong. Yeah, that's they for just sure. Ran into a hot uh, team But, yeah, you week. picked the Browns. I picked the Colts. So you got that one right. Uh, then next up, we had the Vikings versus Seahawks. This was one of the better games of the week. I thought the Vikings played uh, way better than I thought they would against the Seahawks. I didn't think they would be able to keep up offensively. Uh, but it required the Seahawks to pretty much have a game-winning touchdown drive uh, to win that game. But, you know, with that offense they have and Russell Wilson, I would bet on them every time to, to put up some points on a last, you know, two-minute drive or whatever. But – Seahawks look very good. I think they're definitely one of the top teams in the league, definitely in the NFC between them and the Packers. They're both very good. Uh, Russell Wilson and Rodgers are having MVP-type years. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see who wins that division and all that. Next up, we had the Chargers versus the Saints. Uh, this was another good game. Uh, they went into overtime, didn't they? Yeah, I think the Chargers uh, – I think they should have won yeah. that game again. You know, they, they've been playing pretty good, very close games. Uh, I don't think they've lost a game by more than a touchdown. Uh, yeah, so. I they got know. up 17 again and blew it. So, the third game that they've been ahead double digits and lost, like the third game. Yeah. Or, or, no, the third. Yeah, three well, I think they've been really good. I think lost. their offense is clicking. Just something's not clicking on defense, and, you know, it's costing them games. But I think they'll be all right in the long run. I think they're, they've got a good future with him back there. But, you know, Saints, they really need that one to find a way to win because I think that puts them, the Panthers, and the Bucks all three and two in that division. And the Falcons are 0-5, so they're pretty much out of it. Not statistically, but, you know, they've got to win a bunch of games coming up. But, uh, but we both picked the Saints in that one. Saints won. Is there anything yeah. you saw during that game? Uh, not really. Yeah. Marquez Callaway from Tennessee returning kicks and having a role carved out because yeah. Thomas is out. But I didn't watch much of it because yeah, Brazen was on the same well. time. I just flipped flipped over yeah, occasionally. Uh, so that week there was only 15 games. You went 11 and four. I went 10 and five. So you got me on one game there. Uh, the games we differed on were the Bills and Titans. You had Titans. I had Bills. Titans won. And then Falcons and Panthers. You had Falcons. I had Panthers. Panthers won. Um, and then the Browns versus Colts. You had the Browns. I had the Colts and the Browns won. 
So it was the signing factor. Yeah. Uh, I got to start picking the Browns. Got to start yeah. picking the Browns. Uh, you, hang on. I got to pick them with your uh, heart and Upcoming week, I forgot to write those down. They might change, too. I've got them all right here. Are we picking this? Yeah, we can. We're picking the spreads. Uh, okay, I got them right here. All right, so first up, we have the Texans versus Titans. We'll do a pick for the team and then, you know, who you got uh, covering. So, Texans versus Titans at Titans. Uh, I think Titans will find a way to win. They're favored by three points. Uh, I do think they'll cover that three points. I think it'll be uh, closer to a touchdown margin, but I think it'll be a pretty good game for the most part, but I just don't think they'll be able to stop Derrick Henry at the end of the day. This is a classic game the Titans will lose. The Texans are going to win. They're going to cover three on the road at Tennessee. Titans 4-0 and been playing amazing, but they cannot beat the Texans at home. I promise the Texans are going to win this game. Deshaun Watson going to run all over the field. They've always had trouble defending him, except for the last game last right. year. Fair Just, enough. I think the Texans are going to win. Next up, we had the Bengals versus the Colts. Uh, I think this is going to be a close game. I definitely think the Bengals will cover. The Colts are favored by 7.5. I think the Bengals will cover, and I, I think I could actually see them winning. Uh Colts have a good defense. Mm, this is a tough one. I think I'm going to pick the Colts to cover uh, just because they have the good defense. But I, I do think the Bengals will cover the spread. Colts win, okay. Bengals cover. So we got the same on that one. Seven and a half is too much. In the... No, Colts win. I thought you said the Colts are going to cover. I might have said it wrong, but. All right. So, seven and a half. <laughs> yeah, too much way too ball. much. Uh, then we had the Falcons at the Vikings. Vikings are favored by 3.5. Uh, and it's a tough one. You know, they don't have Dallin Cook this week. I think Madison's a very good backup running back. Um, I do think the Vikings will win. Um, you know, I think the Falcons will have. I don't know, man. This is a tough one. Uh, what do you think? I'm going to think on this one for a minute. Vikings win and cover. Falcons burn me too many times. Their offense, I don't even know. Maybe Julio will be back. Either way, they've lost four games with him. Vikings have been playing better, even though they lost to Seahawks. Um, Cousins has been playing better. They got Thielen. Jefferson's been breaking out. Um, even without Cook, Madison can run the ball well. I think the Vikings are going to win okay. and, and win by a touchdown or so, maybe more. Yeah. I think ultimately I agree with you. The Falcons are going through. They've got an interim head coach. Uh, things are shaky up there. Uh, you know, I, I'm going to pick the Vikings to win and cover, but I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, Falcon, Falcons are still trying to find their first win, so I wouldn't be surprised if they found a way to just light up the scoreboard and Kirk Cousins have one of his games where he doesn't do anything. But I'm, I'm going to go with the Vikings to win and cover. Yeah, let's be clear. It's the NFL, so I wouldn't be surprised yeah. with anything. But yeah, I think Vikings. Exactly. Are. So that's just a caveat for every pick. NFL, they start throwing. 
They start throwing flags. Oh, yeah. The mafia starts getting involved. Yeah. So you got to keep the TV ratings up. Anything. Can All right. Happen, next up, we got the Broncos and here. Patriots. Uh, do you know if Cam Newton's supposed to be back this week? Okay, because they have that uh, thing heard, about nine and a half, and I don't be, see that being possible without Cam Newton. Uh, if our seventy-year-old president can come out of oh, yeah, COVID in three days, so. then surely to God, Cam Newton um, can play but, for two weeks. I don't know. This could be a pretty interesting game. They're going to have Drew Lott back with the Broncos. Um, I think New England is definitely going to win. Um, I don't know, nine and a half. That's a stretch. I think I'll, I'll take them to cover that. Because when they have Cam in there, a completely different team. Uh, yeah, he's supposed to be. He's practicing. I don't know if it's he's true back, but he's definitely practicing. Patriots win. Right, Broncos cover too many down. points in the NFL. Patriots. Especially if Bronco, especially if Patriots like have to stall and kick any field goals or anything like that, that could make the game be thirteen to seven instead of seventeen to seven. Yeah, it could be. 23-17 instead of 27-17. I think the yeah. Patriots might even dominate. But right, next not, up, we got Washington at Giants. Um, Giants are favored by three. I'm actually going to take Washington to win and cover the three, obviously. I think Giants win. I think Washington without Haskins, I don't think they're as good. I don't know why they're playing Allen or Smith. I think that Haskins was playing pretty well. Uh, I think Giants with Daniel Jones can move the ball. I think Freeman's coming to his own, playing a little bit better. They put up 34, albeit against the Cowboys defense, yeah. but still they put up 34. It looked like they were moving the ball pretty well. Yeah, I like, I, uh, I I like Giants to win and cover at home. Washington has a good defense. So I think that'll help slow them down, but I think either Alex Smith will have to play good because I don't think Kyle Allen will be back this week. Uh, even if he is, I think he'll play good. But I think Smith will either have to play good or they'll have to put Haskins in. But like you said, they definitely played better with Haskins. Uh, you know, I've heard there's some off-the-field stuff. You know, he's not preparing for games as well as he should be, not getting to practice, you know, early like he should be and all that stuff. So he's got some maturing to do. And, you know, he's got to figure it out that, you know, just because he was a top pick, doesn't guarantee him a starting spot or, you know, even second string at this point. He's third string on the depth chart. But I'm going to stick with Washington on this one. You know, we'll see what happens. It's the NFL, so you never know. Uh, then we have the Ravens at the Eagles. Ravens are favored by 7.5. Um, I, I think they'll cover that. I think their offense is electric. I don't think the Eagles will be able to keep up with them. Eagles won this game. Book it. They're playing well. Ravens are good on uh, defense, but their offense is good too. But they've had trouble against certain teams, and I think Eagles are playing well. I think that this is a game they really want to win to catch up in the standings. They're going to be motivated. I think it'll be a good game, and I wouldn't be surprised if Ravens won, but I just have a feeling that the Eagles are going to win this game. Yeah, that's fair. So, definitely covering seven and a half. Yeah, I mean, I hope they win. It's just, I don't know. I don't know if they'll be able to stop the Ravens' offense, but we'll see. I hope they do. Yeah. yeah. It's the NFL. I hope they find a way. Crazy but next up, we got the week. Browns at the Steelers. Uh, I'm going to take the Steelers at home. Uh, they're favored by 3.5. I also think they'll cover that. 
I think we're playing really good. I also think the Browns are playing really good. But at the end of the day, I'm going to take our defense over their defense. Yeah. This is going to be a good game. I think the Steelers will win solely because they're at home, but I think that it might be a field goal game, like three points, so that would cover the three and a half. But I'll take Steelers to win and cover at home. But I would not be surprised if Mm -hmm. Browns won just because they're playing so well. Next up, we got the Bears at the Panthers. Uh, Panthers are favored by two and a half. I think this will be another good game. Uh, I do think the Panthers will win just because they're at home, and I think they'll find a way to cover by at least a field goal. Yeah, I like the Panthers. I think they're playing well. Defense is pretty solid. Bridgewater takes care of the ball, doesn't make many mistakes, makes good throws on third down. Um, Mike Davis is really playing well, so yeah. I'm really not even missing McCaffrey that much. They're 3-0 without him. I think that their offense is good enough to stay on the field, give their defense some rest, and I just think the Bears' offense is really inconsistent. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm kind of hoping are that gonna win and cover. with how well Mike Davis is playing that McCaffrey won't try to rush and get back or they won't try to rush him to get back because, I mean, they're obviously missing something, but they're not missing that much. I mean, he's putting up great stats for, you know, being a backup running back and everything. So I don't think they're hurting that bad to where it would make too much of a difference. Uh, But then next up we have the Lions at the Jaguars. Uh, Detroit is favored by 3.5. Lions are one and three. Jaguars are one and four. I think this is actually going to be a really good game. Um, I think the Lions are healthy. I think Galladay's healthy. I think I'll take the Lions to win. Uh, hmm. I think I'll take them to cover too. I think the Jaguars are good, but you know, there's something about Matthew Stafford, and especially if they're behind in the for- fourth quarter, I don't have a doubt in my mind that the Lions will find a way to win. Matt Ryan's the – or not Matt Ryan. Matt Stafford is the fourth-quarter comeback king. But I'm going to take the Lions to win and cover. I like the Jags at home to win and cover the three-and-a-half. I think that they can have a game every once in a while where they just put up crazy stats. Mm-hmm. Minshew slings it around. The receivers are really good. Running backs come into okay. his own. I think and the then Jags next up win. we have the Jets versus the Dolphins. At Dolphins, Dolphins are favored by eight and a half. Uh, I think the Dolphins are going to win. Um, I think they'll cover too. I just, I don't know. I don't see the Jets being able to put up points. Dolphins offense is playing really good. They're putting up points. Uh, you know, they they don't have Le'Veon Bell, which they haven't for the past couple of weeks. But you know, their offense is just in a really bad spot right now. I don't think they'll be able to keep up on the scoreboard. Yeah, like you talked about earlier, I think the Dolphins are playing really well. I think they're really underrated. Um, I think they're definitely going to win. Eight and a half, even at home against the Jets, is just tough in the NFL because everybody's talented. Um, I guess I'll take the Dolphins to cover. Probably look like yeah, an idiot, but sure. I think the Dolphins will definitely. Uh, win the game. And then we have the Packers at the Bucks. I think this will be a pretty good game uh, between the two. Uh, Packers are playing really good. I think Adams will be back healthy. They had a bye week. Um, you know, between Adams and Jones, they've just got a really good offense. And then Lazard, when he's healthy, but he's on IR right now, but. You throw anybody out there that's fast and can run routes and catch a football, Aaron Rodgers will find a way to 
you know, make something happen. Um, the Packers are favored by 1.5. I think they'll win, and I think they'll cover that. Um, again, I think this will be a, a really good game, probably higher scoring. The Packers' defense is not that great. The Bucks' defense is a little better, I think. But I think Rodgers is playing better than Brady right now. Uh, it's a tough call, really, a coin flip. I think I'm going to take the Bucks at home because they're at home. And the spread's one and a half, but I'd right. like the Packers to win, but I think the Bucks a are going to win. A little diversity in the picks. Can't hurt. Uh, next up, we got the Rams at 49ers. Uh, Rams are favored by 3.5. Uh, and this is a tough one. I think the game 49ers just had just doesn't really justify who they are or how good they are. I think they had a really bad game. Uh, I think this will be a good game, though. Um, Mm, this one's tough. Uh, mm. I think I'll take 49ers at home. Uh, I think I'll take them to cover. I think they can win by more than a field goal. Huh. Uh, I think that the Rams are going to win. They're playing well. Uh, defense is playing a lot better this year. I think that they've got Goff who's playing confident again. They've got their weapons clicking. they got Robert Woods. Had a really big game last week. Um, I think it's just the chemistry is back. They're playing well again. The 49ers are struggling. Garoppolo looked like he had uh, – I don't know what had happened while he was out. He definitely lost something, lost a step. And then they put in Beathard, and he played a little yeah. better. I just think that the Rams are more talented and that they are playing better right now. I think they'll win. Um <laughs> I guess at three and a half, I have to pick them to cover, even though a field goal. Uh, okay. I'll take Rams and take them to cover three and a half. Uh, and then next up, we got the Chiefs versus Bills. I think this will be a pretty good game. I think the Bills will bounce back. Uh, it's going to be a battle between two high-scoring offenses. Uh, but at the end of the day, I think I would take the Chiefs offense ten times out of ten. I think they'll find a way to win and cover. They're favored by three and a half. I think they'll cover that. Yeah, move it down to three, and I'll bet the house. Chiefs Chiefs are going to win, I think. They're going to bounce back after the loss. Their offense is so strong. Bills are good, too. They have a good offense, more methodical, moving the ball down the field than the Chiefs are. But I just think the Chiefs are the better team, and they'll bounce All back right. and win. And then lastly, we have the Cardinals versus Cowboys. Uh, I think this will actually be a pretty decent game. Cardinals are only favored by 2.5. Uh, it's at Cowboys. I think – Cowboys will actually be all right because they have Andy Dalton. He's probably one of the better backups in the league. Uh, but I do think the Cardinals will win this game, and I do think they'll cover. Uh, you know, even if it's a last last drive field goal to win the game, but I think they'll find a way to win. Yeah, I know. Some of these games are just I mean, freaking This one I could see going either way because, you know, Andy comes out playing well well enough. I mean, because I don't think Dak is great by any means. So, you know, if he plays well, I don't think their offense will really miss that much of a beat, but I think the Cardinals are also very good. Well, you don't think you don't think Dak's great? I don't think he's top five. He's not top five. Holy cow. You think he's he top slings five? that rock all over the yard. No, but he's playing yeah. in the NFL and putting I up mean, 400 yards away. It's I mean, pretty easy when you play in the uh, NFC East. 
I mean, you and me are going out there and doing it, so I don't know how easy it is, but. Uh... (laughs) All right, let's take a pause for you just saying that. Okay. um... Um, I think the Cowboys are going to win at home. Defense, neither defense is good. Murray makes a few more mistakes. Cowboys win the game at home. They, they cover. I mean, these games are just toss-ups. 2.5? Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're well, right, you're if right. they win, they cover because the Cardinals are favored. All right. All right, so there's our picks for NFL Week 6. Uh, yeah, I think. It's going to be a shit show. I mean, we've got, let's see how many different, just straight up picks we have different. We've got one, two, three. Four, five, six. I think that's the most we've ever had, just straight up. Uh, and then, you know, most of those we differ on the spread, too. Let's see. There's one, two, three, four, five. I will say that NFL spread is just straight garbage. We, we differ on eight spreads. So, this will be this will be an interesting week, that's for sure. I mean, it's the first time we're doing spreads on NFL, but. Well, the. Oh, yeah. NFL spreads are absolute just trash, like gas, flip a coin, who knows. So, that's just putting that out there before this yeah. even happens. I mean, it's going to be an interesting week, throwing the spreads in there and make things more interesting since we do it for college. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, something's got to give. We got a bunch of different picks, so we'll see what happens. But uh, let's roll into some MLB baseball. Um, Braves are up 2-0. Tampa Bay is up on Houston 3-0, so they're looking to close that one out. That one is pretty much done. It's very hard to come back and win four straight in baseball. Uh, you want to get us started off with the Braves or Tampa, whichever? Yeah, I haven't watched much of the Tampa Bay-Houston series. I just kept up with it, looked at the box scores. Um, the Rays were the number one team in the AL all season, and their one went away from closing out are proving that they were the number one team in AL. Then I've watched, obviously, the entirety of both Braves games. The first night, Freed was just dominant. The curveball was unbelievable. Uh, it almost looked like Kershaw in his prime. It was that good. Mixing his fastball with his curveball, the 20-mile-an-hour difference was just – it really threw the Dodgers off. Really, he only made one mistake the whole night, and it was the yeah. home run Kiki Hernandez hit. So it was 1-1 in the ninth, and then the Braves' offense came alive. You had Riley hit an absolute smash to left center to get them ahead 2-1. Acuna with a double. Um, Then Freeman flew out to the warning track. I thought that was going to be a homer, too, but that park's deep. Moved him over, and then Ozuna with a big at bat, and then Ozzy with a two-run homer. And when it got to be 5-1, you could just see the Dodgers – they they kind of realized when it set in there, and they lost that one. And then last night, you had Ian Anderson for the Braves, the rookie making his third start in the postseason. Still hasn't given yep. up a run through 15 and two-thirds now. He held him scoreless the first four innings. Got out of some trouble a couple times. Freddie with a huge two-run home run in the fourth to get the scoring started. And then a big fifth inning for the Braves to get up 6 nothing. And it kind of looked like they were going to cruise to the finish. Got ahead 7 to nothing. Then the Dodgers' offense came alive. Braves' bullpen kind of faltered a little bit. Going into the ninth, it was 8-3. to three. Put in Josh Tomlin, and he got two outs, but he gave up a monster home run with two outs to make it 8-6. to six. 
Then they put in their closer, Melanson, and Ozzie made a bad defensive play, kind of lackadaisically fielded a ground ball, bobbled it, and then Will Smith beat it out. Their catcher, then Bellinger, hammered a triple into the corner, so they had the tying run 90 feet away. But then he clutched up and got Pollock to ground into a force out to third, or five to three, and they ended up closing it out. But it definitely got a little uh, a little hairy, a little too close there down the stretch. But the biggest thing, the Braves are ahead 2-0. Looking to uh, hopefully go ahead 3-0 tonight with Urias on the mound for the Dodgers and yeah, Colorado on the mound sure. for the Braves. Uh, one of the main things I saw in game one in the Braves and Dodgers series was, you know, it's tied 1-1 uh, going into the ninth. And, you know, Austin Riley hit that home run to, you know, make it 2-1, to one, take the lead. Um, you know, he did that on 0-2. And then, you know, when Ozzy came up that same inning and hit his home run, uh, his was also O two, and that's just crazy. It's crazy enough that two people did it, but one to do it. It's just you know, in a big game like that, games tied for Riley. Uh, it's just huge. It's definitely huge to you know get a win, the first win in the postseason in the series. That's always big. Uh, then we were able to find a way. You know, you know seventh, seventh inning. It looked like we had it in the bag. Uh, what were we up seven nothing then, in the seventh? Yeah, yeah, seven, up seven nothing. nothing and then and they then got they three runs. Three uh, you know, I still felt good about it, but you know, then we get to the ninth. We got another one, so I was feeling better. Up eight three, and then you know they started to hit the ball at the very end of that game and made it close eight to seven. They had a guy on third with two outs, and uh, we were able to get that final out, but. You know, just shows in baseball, you're just a couple swings away. You know, if it's not a seven-run differential, you're a swing away. You know, four or less, you know, make a huge difference. But uh, it's definitely good to be up 2-0. Um, I like our chances in this series. we got to keep playing well. we got to keep pitching well. We've got to keep hitting the ball because I think the Dodgers are going to start. Uh, I think their offense just started to get hot at the end of that game. I think they'll be hitting the ball tonight in game three. So we'll have to hit for hit. Well, we'll see. We'll see how des how desperate they are tonight because, and I saw I heard on the broadcast last night that the Dodgers have fallen behind two zero in an NLCS ten times since yeah. like two thousand I think and or no ten times in their history they've fallen behind in a series two zero and they have only come back to win yeah. three of those. So the chances diminish even more when mm-hmm. you get behind three zero. So hopefully the Braves will play with that same desperation tonight. But I'm sure the Dodgers will be ready to roll because if they can find a way to win tonight, then Kershaw is supposed to be on the mound tomorrow, and he's Braves kryptonite. So it would be a good chance for them to get the series tied yeah. if they could win tonight. So it's a big game. Even though the Braves are already up 2-0, it's a big, big game right here because it's either the Dodgers getting some momentum back or the Braves almost slamming the door. So it's uh, hopefully that's the uh, the Braves getting up 3-0, but we'll just have to see the Dodgers definitely still have some fight in them. So it should be yeah, a good game again. for tonight. sure. And then, like you said with the – uh, Rays and Astros. I haven't really gotten to watch a whole lot of that. I've watched a little bit here and there, but uh, you know, Astros or the Rays have pretty much handled their own. Uh, other than Game One, Game One was a one-run difference, uh, so that was close. And then Game Two was four-two, and then Game Three was five-two. But uh, at the end of the day, it's just come down to you know who's hitting the ball better. I think the Astros are kind of slacking because they, you know, they've got a good offense and. You know, they scored a lot of runs against uh, 
the A's because the A's were putting up some runs too. So I think they're going to have to find a way to get the bats going to have a chance in that series. I mean, they got to win four straight as is, so that's already going to be tough. But I don't know. Down 3-0 in baseball in a seven-game series, that's tough. Yeah. It's only been so done that's once. That's why if we can find a way to win tonight with the Braves, I'll feel very, very good about the series. Uh, but like you said, if we were to lose tonight and they got Kershaw in game four, he is our kryptonite. So it could be very easily be tied 2-2 going into game five. But you know, hopefully that's not the case. And hopefully we can find a way to win one of the next two. For sure. It'd be big to be up either 3-0 or 3-1. So get one of these next two and then yeah, find a way and to if close I think, it out. If Kyle Wright pitches like he did in his last postseason game, I think we'll be fine. Uh, we'll just have to put up some runs to, uh, you know, help. You know, anytime you get some runs on the board and you get a lead, that, you know, helps it tremendously as a pitcher. You know, whether you're an all-star pitcher or a rookie pitcher, you know, postseason, regular season, high school, whatever the case may be, it just takes a, a huge weight off your shoulders. Uh, you know, so hopefully we can find a way to do that for him. For sure, it would be huge. Well, you got anything else baseball, NFL related? No, I think we hit on it all. Just college football yeah. coming later this week. It's Wednesday. Uh, we had to record late due to the Titans. And Bill's playing late and the baseball game's getting done late. So we just decided to do it this morning. It'll be posted today. Uh, but tomorrow we got college football. We'll go over our games and picks from last week and go into this week's games and picks. And uh, we'll see where we stand. Well, that's it for this time. Tune in tomorrow for college football.